Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan. Today, my guest is Ross Weissman. Hi. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Had a full day of work. I have some uh, corn in my teeth right now. I'm doing great. Well, I always say, (laughs) you know, how are you podcasting if you don't have corn in your teeth? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the beauty of the audio medium. It's we can be doing whatever we want, and it's no big deal at all. Right. Like right now, I'm wearing uh, fox pajamas. There's little foxes on my pajamas, but no one, you know, oh. maybe I'm wearing a pantsuit right now. Maybe I look really professional. <laughs> this is the most professional podcast in the universe. Good job. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, today we watched... Girl versus monster, and when I <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> well, um, when I mentioned that this is a made-for-TV movie podcast, um, you got really excited about the opportunity to talk about a an original Disney Channel movie. So, what's your history yeah. with the Disney Channel movies? I mean, I think uh, in general. Disney Channel original movies or DCOM as they they like to call them um they're just ever present on the Disney Channel like it's this weird thing where like I feel like made for TV movies I mean we were talking before um when we were trying to figure out what movie we're gonna watch Hallmark is a big uh original movie channel but there aren't there isn't really a kids version except for Disney like Nickelodeon has tried to do them in the past but they just kind of don't get uh, as intense and kind of talked about as Disney's. Yeah, there's only been a couple. Um, I think there was that TV show Victorious, and I think that was originally a made-for-TV movie that they spun out into a TV show. But Yeah, and the, I know they did like a couple Drake and Josh movies. I, I can name a couple, and it's like, which is a little sad because like, I don't have memories of what the movies were about, but just like vague plots and the names, I got you. Right. Like there's there's one called The Last Day of Summer where it was like it was essentially a Groundhog Day for kids, and uh, I don't remember anything about it except that like I think he, he, he the one kid gets he keeps getting hit in the head. I think that's like a recurring gag in the movie because classic kids. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, physical comedy in uh, made-for-TV movies are always just kind of like, oh no, I gotta hit the head again. Yeah, and this movie is no exception. No. Uh, the one girl uh, falls down the stairs four different times, I think? Something like that. And it's surprising because like, she's supposed to be kind of a bully character, but I just felt really bad for her. I don't think I was supposed to. Yeah. She's like one of those... She kind of, she kind of like has a Napoleon complex, not in terms of like height, but just like she she seems she acts like she has all this power and stuff. But like I've I don't remember seeing her interact with like anybody in the school to show that like she has any type of like influence over the student body. Yeah, there's very little uh, dynamics of the school going on because we're just focusing on Halloween, so. Story starts the day before Halloween. Um, what's the guy's name? Is it Ryan? 
the 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 love interest kind of yeah yeah that's ryan okay so ryan's dad has gotten them access to this spooky manor which i guess is abandoned and no one's living there um and they're gonna use it of course a halloween party slash concert because he is in a band with his friends with uh yeah a very like pop punk band like the music that they play throughout the movie like i've been i've heard enough high school bands that i'm like this is no that's not happening at all yeah no (laughs) (laughs) like they all like it's just like so like intense like drum like pop drum beady and like i i kept watching them during the musical numbers and the actors like aren't even pretending to have an idea of how to play the, the instruments they're like slapping the guitars <laughs> slapping the bass yeah <laughs> they always have basses in a band like in a movie like this and you rare i can never place it anywhere in the music i'm like this is zero bass music it's just all like synths yeah and like i guess there's one guy on keyboards and i don't know if he's like set up synth noises to different keys on his keyboard <laughs> i'm not really sure what's yeah, going he's on. like grooving along <laughs> and then the kid on the the actual drum set like there are no drums in these songs it's all just like very like it's terrible <laughs> he does have a little um like drum pad next to him though so maybe he is doing something maybe though we only ever but see him not. playing physical drums they also like none of them have personalities like i can't think of even even ryan i'm i don't really know what his deal is he's like oh i'm so scared to sing yeah (laughs) and he has a a beautiful perfect voice yeah he's like i don't know he he likes like performing in front of people but like as part of a band and then as soon as he starts singing I guess there's, like, too much attention on him, and he doesn't like that. Or he's not as no. confident in his voice or something. I'm not sure. But he's the one who, in, I think, In is his perfect his voice. He is. Um, I I was actually singing Had Me at Hello, like, a little bit ago, because <laughs> it, it just got stuck in my head. <laughs> and now, I completely forgot it now, oh. but... I was, like, actually really was... impressed that you remembered it well enough to, like, sing it, because... The song in my head right now is, um, I don't know if you watch Bob's Burgers, but I do. Uh, in that world, there's a boy band called Boys For Now. Yes. And Were you singing a coal mine? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's like, tell me all your secrets. I'm so interested in you. Interested in you. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. I, and, I actually bought when it came out the Bob's Burgers like complete album or something with like all of these like minute long songs yeah. in it. It's inc- it's so yeah, good. Yeah, I've, I've definitely driven around town like bop into all those different songs because I bought the same thing too. <laughs> but like. Well, it's super, it's super embarrassing because like um, I'll listen to songs like that where it's like I heard it on a TV show or like I heard it from a youtube video and i'll be going around listening to it and having to explain it to somebody because they're like oh what's that song that you're listening to and it's like yeah it's from a cartoon show <laughs> it's just terrible but for some reason like the the music in this movie makes me think of boys for now music 
And so I can pull at the boys for music songs because I know them really well. But I can't for the life of me remember the actual songs from the movie. That's fair. I mean, like, all of the songs are very much on the nose of, like, get it? This movie's about facing your fear. Yeah. So these are all teenage songs about facing your fear. Which I do think this was, like, a good message in terms of uh, what this movie could have been teaching. But, boy, is it heavy-handed. And Like, the end when it's just like, yeah, you just gotta... If you're scared of something, you just gotta do it. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a little muddled in terms of like world building and in terms of like what their message is yeah but i guess we should get more into the plot <laughs> sure is there a plot <laughs> really uh, <sort> of. <laughs> we see uh skylar the main character she um decides to do this incredible backflip in order to straighten out a oh, yeah. banner instead of using a ladder <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate this girl so much. If I went to the same high school as her, I'd be like, ugh, her. I can't stand her. And then Ryan's girlfriend is like, I can do it too. And she runs. like, So like Ryan is like, here, I'll like hold my hand so you have like a jump, jumping spot. She jumps so hard that she flings herself through the banner and falls down the stairs. The first time out of the four times in the movie. Yeah. And it, you can see the setup from a mile away because like as soon as yeah. Skyler does it um he's like how long have you been doing gymnastics and she's like six years and a half and she's like so precocious and I'm like oh man this is gonna be a long movie <laughs> <laughs> it it was weirdly long because usually these these uh decom movies are like an hour 15 hour 20 this was a full hour and a half and it really showed. yeah <laughs> um Skylar has two friends, um, Henry and Sadie. Uh, what's her? Sadie. And Sadie is nervous and good at school. And Henry gets picked on. <laughs> she, she like, does all this stuff um, at the beginning of the movie at the tape. Like, this movie is was so blatant with all of its exposition like so sadie is sitting at the uh cafeteria table and she's talking about the parts of the brain that have to do with fear and i was like jesus christ because <laughs> you have to understand this is just not fair yeah, this is this is about this is a movie about fear and facing your fears i think sadie should yeah. have been the main character of this movie because she needed to learn about facing her fears and she starts learning it and she's like the one who discovers, I mean, Henry's the one who discovers if you just yell at monsters loud enough about how confident you are, they go away. But earlier, Sadie is like, you have to, like, you can't run away from fear. That just makes it worse. And she has, like, some idea of what's going on. I just would so much rather it be about Sadie than the stupid Skylar girl. <laughs> oh, agreed. Because Skylar, so we learn um, her parents are monster hunters. Uh, <laughs> and her parents when she was a baby captured uh skylar's fear monster so she has never experienced fear before until uh the the movie happens and it's so weird <laughs> yeah <'cause>, like, <laughs> and i don't like it it's strange because everyone has a fear monster and when you experience fear the monster shows up 
and like eats up at your fear. Kind of like Monsters Inc., but you don't necessarily have to be screaming, you just have to experience fear. <laughs> oh, but these kids scream constantly. Yeah, they they were all really good at screaming. I'll give them that to the actors. Like the part where Skylar and Sadie are in the woods, Henry's like dead or something, <laughs> and and they back up into each other, touch each other, turn around, scream in each other's faces, and then uh, plug each other's mouths with their hands. Yeah, and then realize what they're doing. Like classic bits like yeah. that. Yeah, realize what they're doing, and they give each other a hug immediately. But unfortunately, there's like so many beats for that to happen. It's like back up into each other, beat, scream, beat, put hands across each other's faces, beat. <laughs> Now hug. Yeah, it's like I, I was a theater <laughs> kid, and <laughs> and just like that stuff. I'm like, yep, that all that I can imagine that just being very choreographed. Oh yeah, it's it feels definitely like you know early aughts to today Disney Channel TV where everyone's like really over the top and everything's very I don't know goofy and choreographed and like yeah it all just feels insane yeah it's very (laughs) artificial (laughs) yeah um um i'm trying to think of who else where are we in the plot oh like some she gets scared for the first time right because (laughs) she wants to go to a party that night and sing um with ryan and his band because the girl who usually sings the band mira or myra whatever her name is she injured herself when she tried to like jump and ended up falling down the stairs. Yes. So. And she can't talk because she uh, she's in a neck brace. Yeah. And she like try what she tries to eat um ice cream and then she tries to eat popcorn. Yeah. And she can't do either because she's just so pathetic with her neck brace on. Yeah, but like she's so mean, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, she's. I wonder why Ryan is dating her. What's that? I'm curious, like, what, why Ryan and Myra are dating. Because, like, you, you know, like, usually in movies like this, when it's like, oh, like, he's not he's not interested in me, even though he's clearly interested in uh, uh, Skylar and hate, and he hates dating Myra. Like, I, have, I cannot imagine why he's with her then. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't want to have to make a move, and he'd rather have a girlfriend than not, and Myra's interested in him. So he's like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she, Myra, did have this during the movie, but, like, I'm surprised that she wasn't wearing, like, a really, like, wobbly fedora during the movie. I feel like that would fit into her character really well. Wobbly fedoras? Yeah. (laughs) If you, a, a notorious thing with Disney Channel in general is the way every character dresses is insane. Like, the color coordination, the accessories, it's all an amazing blur. Yeah. She does wear crazy high heels. That is, like, her one characteristic in terms of fashion choices. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she wears an incredible neck brace that makes it impossible for her to talk. (laughs) And Ryan Yeah, because we all know that 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 happens. He's like, oh, cool. Now you can sing. Yeah. Um, also, like, so Skylar's parents—they're, as we said before, they're monster hunters. Um, uh, mold mold hunters by day, I guess. Yes, yeah, they monster hunters they by night. 
That's how they pay the bills. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're like, we can't let our 15-year-old daughter out on Halloween because it's going to be too intense. So we're going to leave him with our uh like lab assistant, I guess. That was weird. Because, like, the dad's like, could you babysit Skylar? And um, the lab assistant guy is like, oh, that'll be $15 an hour for me to babysit her. And he's like, yeah, that's real funny. Uh, and then the lab assistant's like, uh, I guess I'll do it for free. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, yeah you will. Crap. And it's like, I don't know that it's crazy <laughs> that someone that's not related to you asks for money to watch your kid. which It's not his job to do that. <laughs> and also, she's 15. And, like, the big thing with this movie, the, one of the theses, theses, I guess, is that, like, Halloween is like brings out fear in people and like i've never once been scared on halloween ever i yeah that's the whole idea is that like people go out and intentionally get scared so there's so much fear on halloween that's why there's so many monsters that's why they always go out for a quote-unquote mold conference that doesn't exist and they just go around town oh right scooping up monsters like a ghostbuster but yeah dressed up like steampunk welding people <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the few good lines like address it but say you're you're being your favorite steampunk character and i'm like okay that's kind of funny and then she's like i don't have a favorite steampunk character <laughs> and then he's like that's what's wrong with your generation and it's like isn't this movie for her generation why why did you make the choice to make it steampunk if you're already telling the audience you don't like steampunk <laughs> But I will say, like, this, this decom is one of the few where it's it's not just, like, bumbling idiot parents. Like, they still get captured and they have to get saved by their kid, but on the bright side, the parents are, like, competent people. Yeah, like, they've been, um, you know, capturing monsters this whole time, and if it wasn't for Skylar turning off the electricity, then, you know, they would have been able to keep some of the monsters that they had captured in their little monster box thing but they should have a backup generator do they never experience storms there like that just seems no remember um the the dad told the guy to turn on the the generator and then he just didn't oh he's just an incompetent lab assistant yeah but also it's on skylar for being like i'm gonna cut power to the house Rather than just, like, walking out the door and just being like, well, my parents are at a conference, so what are they going to do? Yeah. It's it's because she wants to be able to leave without setting off the alarm so that... Because I guess, I don't know if the cops are going to show up and she's going to get in trouble for accidentally calling the cops or something. Yeah, because the cops wouldn't go to a house if the power lines were cut <laughs> and she just escaped. Uh, Skylar is not uh, the best uh, plan maker. No. Part of that is because she feels no fear. So <laughs> they're basically raising a sociopath. <laughs> they d- yeah. I mean, I I am such a like neurotic person that I would, in a way, I would love to have Skylar's not fear or something. Sure. But still like she she's like 
annoying about it. Also, wait, she kind of does experience, like, ner- I mean, nervousness is a type of fear. And at the beginning of the movie, she's like, but I couldn't sing in front of all these people, even though I have a flawless voice. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, stage fright or if she's, like, doesn't want to rock the boat with Myra. But still, like... Oh, uh, maybe that's it. I don't... Yeah. Or... She's definitely oblivious to Ryan, because... What, what's the girl... What's the smarty pants' name? Sadie. Uh, Sadie. Yeah, she's like, he's totally looking at you. And then Sky is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... And he's super obvious about it. Sadie is completely right. Skylar is... Uh, yeah, oh... Um, I don't know. I like barely. I looked into who these actors were a little bit just because I was curious. And the kid that played Ryan, he was the main character in the movie version of How to Eat Fried Worms. What? <laughs> Boom. Oh, okay. Is that? <laughs> I thought that was gonna be more of a of a drop than it was. I did. I didn't <laughs> so realize that movie, movie existed. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. No. No. Don't worry about it. Um. It was a. <laughs> It was a movie uh, from 2006 based off of a book of the same name. And, like, I don't remember really what the movie... It's like the kid is new to school, I think. And so to impress people, him and his friends, like, do, like, dares where they eat worms. Okay. Like, it's like a dare thing. It's like, you gotta be cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I will say I liked seeing, I mean, Disney usually does this, but I liked seeing kids playing kids. Like, a lot of times you'll see, like, a 30-year-old trying to be a high schooler, and it's just, like, kind of off the Oh, yeah. In this case, they were all kids. Yeah, this wasn't, like, a, yeah, it wasn't, like, a Glee scenario or something. Uh, Which is good. I was thinking about that. Because I, I was trying to look at this, like, is this what high schoolers look like, and or is this just me just accepting that this is what, like, 30-year-olds look like. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree. I was really excited about that. Um, so, Skylar wants to go to the party so she can sing. Um, she cuts off the power. Her fear monster uh, escapes from the monster box. She gets a bit of exposition about her parents being monster hunters. Yeah. And... The, the monster's name is Daimata, by the yeah. way. And she yeah. wears a big uh, red dress and has crazy curly hair and really extreme makeup. And she laughs, she laughs all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that, like, the one scene where she, where Demaya tricks and kidnaps Skylar's parents, my first thought was like, oh, this actress had to, like, evil laugh for at least five to seven minutes straight yeah because that's the entire scenes her standing in a warehouse and laughing yeah and usually scenes like this is like you know there's an evil cackle and then she'll make like some sort of snarky remark and then like cackle at her own joke again but she doesn't even do that she's just like five minutes straight says nothing but is just laughing yeah and like evil laughing has never made sense to me because it's like the that's just not how laughing works like laughing to an extent comes okay i can get okay if you're giddy you might laugh a little bit chuckle a little bit or just kind of go ooh. but full-on 
like laughing and just screaming is that's nonsense yeah it is weird like it makes sense like if you're trying to like toy with someone and then it's like oh you think you can get away ha <laughs> ha but like just nothing but laughing i don't know yeah she's a demon lady so i guess that's what demon ladies do and she has that's true two uh henchmen kind of people uh there's a yep. witch that is just called witch i think Nope, uh, on Wikipedia, her name is Theodosia. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I have Wikipedia up, too. <laughs> but doesn't she just call her witch at some point? I think she does. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, I feel like I would have remembered if somebody had said Theodosia really loudly during the yeah. movie. Yeah, and then there's the <laughs> other one who's just called Bob, I think. Yep. Yeah, we have the three scary people, Demata, Theodosia, and Bob. (laughs) And Bob, he kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if it's like TikTok or one of those characters from the Return to Oz movie. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I I've not seen that movie, but I I know which character you're talking. He's the big pumpkin guy. Oh, kind of he looks like. No, yeah, you're right. It's uh Jack Pumpkinhead who I'm thinking of, not TikTok. Yes. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of creepy. Like it's supposed to be a fun, silly movie. It's not supposed to be too scary. But they have an actor on stilts, and there's something very unnatural about people on stilts. And then he has mm-hmm. like this, like a uh, scarecrow head. And this, like, weird, gaping hole of a mouth. And it's like, okay, (laughs) it could be a little creepy. Yeah, and, like, he... I I mean, out of the three, he definitely has the most kind of, like, intentional character design. Because Theodosia is just kind of, like, an old lady. And then Daimata is, like... I don't even know really how to describe her. Curly-haired lady. Yeah, she, like, kind of looks like Michelle Wolf, but not. <laughs> yeah, they're... I don't know. They look like... People who are really into, like, their local theater troupe. And decided to, like, just raid whatever they had backstage. And put on silly makeup and then, like, give out candy to kids that evening. <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely like, oh, we have to do a whole uh, do a whole skit for the trick or treaters yeah. and the trick or treaters. Like, can we just move this along? <laughs> and it's also it's always fun in, in kind of scary, like quote unquote scary movies like this because it's it's broadcasting on TV. It's on it's being produced for a um, kids network. So the scare the like the villains. And the people getting scared, they can't curse just because, like, that wouldn't get past, like, the censors and it wouldn't be acceptable for the network. And that just lowers the stakes so much because just, like, cursing adds something to fear. <laughs> and then, and like, Daimata just being like, I'm going to uh, st- kick you. Or I don't even know she says kill. She's no. like, I'm going to scare you to death. Yeah. But that's, like, the worst that she says. Yeah, it's weird because you're not really sure what... Daimata wants to do she wants to eat off of fear and because she like isn't allowed to actually hurt them 
she's just like, well, I'm going to scare you to death. And they're like, yeah, whatever, lady. We're not scared of you. Even though they're, like, tied up. And she's like, well, I'm going to get your daughter and then scare her to death. And then that's going to scare you to death. So there. And then they get, like, actually nervous because they're concerned for their daughter. Which was very sweet. Yeah. Even though, again, like you like you said before, they kind of brought it on themselves for not exposing her to fear at all. Yeah. It's, so it's like, weird. Oh, sorry. Well, it's weird because, like, everyone has a fear monster, and that's okay. But because Daimata is, like, one of the ancient ones, she's not just a regular monster. So her life would be, I guess, terrible if... They let Daimata do whatever. And so they have to, like, capture her. And I guess. So they do. But then their daughter is, like, never afraid of anything. And this gets stated over and over. Her friend's like, oh, you're never afraid of anything. Which kind of makes sense because Sadie is so, you know, nervous all the time. But it is a lot of that, like, I'm telling you what your character traits are. Um, yeah. But... I like yeah. wrote that in my notes. I was I was like, I was like, oh my god, Skylar just like not scared of anything. And then I was like, oh, the movie just explained that that is actually <laughs> that is literally what Skylar is all about, not being scared of anything. Um, yeah, I'm also confused by this movie because, like, because I'm trying to dive into like kind of you know like what the what like the rules are in this world. And so, if like people's fears are personified into these like monsters like so everybody sees these monsters to an extent yeah. and then in that case like why are they are why why is the family operating in secret and 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 also like so were henry like i thought that henry and sadie's monsters were also locked up with daimata they and were. then i guess they weren't they were and yet, I guess... But they were still scared and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I guess maybe Daimata yeah, was actually in the box. The other two weren't in the box. But as soon as Daimata escapes from the box, she calls to her two henchmen. And they, like, come to her side. Maybe that. But you know what? Uh, if uh, screenwriters Annie DeYoung and Ron McGee, if you're listening to this, uh, let us know. Cause, cause we have questions clearly. <laughs> we have lots of questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, regarding the the instruments they're using, cause like they have instruments that are like little phaser gun things, and it helps them like whip those um, monsters into these giant like clam shell things. And yeah, it's very much like a like lazy ghostbusters and uh sometimes you just have to open the clam thing and you don't need to shoot at all and other times you do need to shoot and other times you can just yell at a monster and then it backs off (laughs) it's like okay i'm not scared of you he takes that time to say that yeah (laughs) like he it's oh my god like this movie felt so much just like yeah we need a we need to just stretch this out to a full length. Yeah. Well, they have to you know have a certain amount of time and then they have like commercials and everything, so they're like, oh, we're gonna need to stretch this section just a little more. Could you do you really mm-hmm. like stretch this out a little more? 
It was funny because in that oh. scene, you don't usually see Bob's feet because Bob is stilt walker. So you don't see where his feet are. Um, but in that scene, you totally do. And it's like, well, now I know it's a man on stilts and it's not very scary. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was the message. Like, guys, it's not scary at all. Don't worry about it's it. It's just a guy on stilts. Uh, you know what part of this movie made me the most angry? What was that? Uh, the part right when um, Daimata, uh, Theodosia, and Bob, they're, like, hanging out on top of, like, a building, I guess, mm-hmm. of some kind. And they're just talking about, like, oh, like, people aren't people aren't scared anymore. Like, uh, like, uh, vampires are sexy now, and blah, blah, like, all this dumb stuff, just, like, making jokes about, like, oh, people aren't scared, because they, they watch horror movies all the time, and blah, blah, it was so dumb, and took, like, four minutes to get through. Yeah, I, I liked, actually, the second half of this movie a lot more, because they stopped trying to be funny, and it was just about, like, trying to catch monsters. And I was like, I'm so much more on board with that than you guys trying to do comedy. Because this comedy is yeah. not working out. <laughs> oh, not even in the slightest. <laughs> like, I mean, all this stuff with just, like, like, the kids looking at each other, like, boy, that person's weird, right? And uh, just how the parents are kooky. The whole thing with garlic toast. Like, the mom... The mom for her daughter for breakfast made her a piece of toast and just put slices of garlic cloves on it. No, I think it's like four full cloves. It's not even like... Uh, That's even more insane. Yeah, it's like you could have just been like here, like the dinner before had a lot of garlic in it because they made themselves Italian food and she added like extra garlic and it's like, here, have the leftovers. And she's like, mom, why would I want lasagna for breakfast? And that still is, like, goofy, but that was, like, no one is going to eat just, like, a clove of garlic. (laughs) And garlic? Garlic is a vampire thing, and there wasn't a vampire in this movie. They're mentioned, but there is never... Like, they keep saying monster when they should just mean ghost. Like, I guess they need to distance themselves from Ghostbusters. Because they're not... Really? No, because they're not, like, former... They're not like people who used to be alive and who are now dead. Oh, I get. But There's some sort when of I think of monster, I mean, I think of like being. maybe a ghoul. Yeah, that works. Like a ghoul, I guess, or or, or a, like a demon. A go- demon. I guess yeah, they couldn't use the go- word demon because it's like too religious and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it would have been better. It would have been. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe for girl versus monster too. Because they did tease a sequel at the end. They did, but we're jumping ahead. So. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, Skyler is gonna go to the party because the assistant cop is like, I guess um your monster's probably gonna try to come back here, so go ahead and go to the party, um, and arm yourself with all this stuff, and go with Sadie, and I'll arm her too, and Henry, and I'll arm him as well, and then I'll fix the monster box and then as you put things in the clam it'll somehow like fax them over to my monster box and uh but he like starts listening to music and is like not even paying attention to the video cam that he gave to poor henry and then henry gets petrified and scared literally stiff and he's unable to move so they have to bring him back to the house 
and then him oh that was amazing yeah when Cobb is like okay I'm gonna like he I guess he's just like I'm gonna put a cold compress on uh Henry and then he does it and then Henry pops out of his frozen uh scared straight and goes like please don't kill me Mr. Scarecrow and it's just the fakest uh thing ever just like okay this is gonna be your line and just say it now yeah basically Cobb gives him like a wet willy in both ears with like special cells that he makes and then that's yeah. what brings him back. Um, and then he has to, like, convince the boy to stay and help because his friends are in danger, even though the boy wants to go home. Which makes sense, because he just got scared stiff by a weird scarecrow creature from his childhood. <laughs> yeah, but then and then Cobb's like, well, he's a goner. Just like, okay, don't send him out yeah. if you think he's going to die. <laughs> Piece of crap. Yeah, Cobb is oh, the worst. With your... Your dumb little facial hair. They're probably so proud of. <laughs> so then, Skylar um, is mostly going through denial, but she has like a stomach ache because it's the first time she's ever felt fear, and that's mainly making her feel queasy. And she doesn't seem that scared. Like, she tells you, I feel weird, and then her friend's like, oh, that's fear. That's what you're experiencing. But she doesn't like... There's nothing in her bearing or the way she sounds that make her seem particularly scared. She, like, barely even stutters. And that's even, like, the laziest, like, okay, this character needs to be scared, yeah. so let's do that. <laughs> it's a good like she... Oh, no. <laughs> it takes her two tries to sing in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then she ends up being too overwhelmed by all and she runs away. Or, no, wait. Uh, Myra comes in and wants to sing, but it's not really Myra. It's Myra being possessed by Diamata. Yep, and she sings fast. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's her whole thing. And everybody's like, whoa. She is. And that's it. Well, I mean, she does sing it cooler, though. Like, she sounds more. She sounds, she sounds a little bit more rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, she kind of has, like, a Pat Benatar-type vibe yeah. to her. I don't know. But, like, singing a really bad song. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably so. my favorite song, was was her singing whatever it is. Like, I I don't feel fear. Is it? I don't know, Fearless, I, I Nothing's Gonna Stop Me. I got my scream on? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a list of songs. There's literally, like, what, four songs in the whole movie, and they just replies two of them. Yeah, Had Me at Hello occurs three times in the movie. Um, yeah. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so then Sadie and Skylar start uh, running around uh, shooting at monsters. And uh, the first monster is someone they almost start shooting, but it looks like a friend. And then they realize, oh, you don't have feet. You're a monster. And they shoot at him. And then they see Myra after Diamata releases her and makes Myra fall down yet some more stairs because that's what has to happen to Myra all the time. <laughs> yeah, and and also, like, she doesn't seem phased by it at all. She's like, yeah, I was just possessed. And, like, she went upstairs if you want to go after her. Yeah. 
maybe that's i guess like a side effect of being probably severely concussed sure and just being a bit shocked by it all like she's not yet processing it she's like um i think i was possessed and i fell down some stairs i don't really know what's happening and then like they just run off and like no just leave her alone at the bottom of the stairs and she's just like And then we don't see her until the end of the movie when she has, like, nice girl clothing because oh, yeah. um, her and Skylar are friends now. Yes. Because in the middle of the movie, she's wearing, like, red leggings and red uh, lace shirt and crazy high heels. And then later she's yep. wearing flats and her hair is, like, smoothed out and part of it's plated and she's wearing, like, blue and green. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you know that there's a villain in a Disney movie if it's like a, like a a child, like a 12 to 15 year old wearing high heels. Yeah. Cuz it's like what's going on now? <laughs> um Theodosia uh tries to corner Sadie and is like spell goat um to remind her of how she like failed at a spelling bee when she was younger. Yeah. And then she does it. Uh, eventually, she she gets it together. And then she's like, and I can spell terrified, but I'm not terrified. And then Theodosia's like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Good comeback, man. <laughs> I don't know how to recover from that sick bird. <laughs> uh, at some point, there's a bunch of ghosts that are literally tossing people around. And I was like, wait a minute. The ghosts are allowed to, like, touch the kids? I thought the whole idea was that they had to, like, spook you, but they couldn't, like, hurt you. But, like, this is dropped almost immediately. Uh, there are no rules in this movie. None. It's like the purge. <laughs> oh, I also love... Uh, there. So there are all these ghosts at the party. And so the kids are like, let's get out of here. So they run through a cemetery. Yeah, it's the same cemetery from before. I think that there's a private burial ground on this um, manor. Because that's the only thing that makes sense. But it's crazy yeah, because I... the cemetery, it like it has a few plots and it's like not been tended to at all. And yet... For the party, they've, like, decorated it with, like, jack-o'-lanterns and all this goofy stuff. And I'm like, do you guys have, like, no respect for the dead? Like, that is really tacky, guys. <laughs> I know you're in high school. I mean, school. it was probably Skylar because she has no fear. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had, I had the same thought. I was like, why do they decorate the, the cemetery? <laughs> or, like, I, I would assume that nobody would want to be hanging out there during a party. Unless it's like, let's go make out and smoke weed in the cemetery. But, like, you can't say that in a Disney movie. <laughs> it's like, I dare you to walk through the cemetery, I guess would be the, the Disney version of that. Yeah. I feel like the Skylar's whole thing about how she's she's experiencing fear for the first time, I feel like that would make a good Black Mirror episode. Like, I don't know how it would work, but just, like, experiencing an emotion for the first time and just, like, not knowing how to deal with it. Yeah. I feel like that could be cool. Yeah. Like, I thought parts of this movie were interesting. Like, how, like that is a cool idea that, like, okay, so it turns out, like, why she's so kind of, like, proud and sassy all the time is because she legit has never felt kind of shame or fear in her life. Um, And, that and like, in terms of, like, a, a, a made-for-TV kids movie, 
there's a lot of good like foreshadowing and connective tissue like there isn't just like a bunch of random crap it's not just like this happens and then this happens like there's very much like a rhyme or reason for most parts of this movie yeah that's true but wait we haven't finished going through the whole plot i don't (laughs) know yeah let's yeah henry has discovered that all you have to do is yell at your monster and assert yourself and then the monster will like completely deflate Sadie takes care of Theodosia. I don't know if other kids are yelling at their personal monsters or if the other monsters there are their personal monsters or just like a bevy of random monsters. But um, Sadie, or no, Skylar is going to sing because that's the thing that makes her nervous. And so she's going to confront her fear and that's supposed to like help fight all of the monsters at once. And she establishes that the electric guitar is wireless and so he can go into the cemetery and fight off the monsters there with her um but there's no like speaker set up in this in the cemetery so it doesn't really quite make sense anyways they run into the cemetery um where everyone is trying to like fight off their monsters and getting really scared and they sing one of the songs again and then I uh, had me at hello. Oh, of course, had me at hello. <laughs> it's the song she tried to sing before, but got too nervous to sing. And Ryan is like belittling her and acting like, "Why do you want to sing? You're not that good." And well, because he's being possessed by Daimata. Exactly. And Skylar, I think, at first is confused, like, "Why are you saying this?" And then she realizes, "Oh, you're." Uh, possessed by Daimata so you need to fight her and you need to do something that scares you and so um, he ends up asking her on a date because that's the thing that really scares him and she says yes and they continue singing and then she gets she points to a few people in the crowd and they all start dancing and (laughs) (laughs) And, and Myra's cool with that somehow yeah, it's weird, too, because it feels like everyone's really into this, like, musical number, and I guess it's because, like, some of the monsters are dropping away, and they understand that she's fighting the monsters, but, uh, like, I think I would feel really confused if someone who was, like, trying to fight monsters all of a sudden was like, I'm gonna sing a song and accept a date from a boy, and everyone's like, yeah, this is exciting, rather than being like, but, like, the monsters, though. I mean, yeah, it's like if you're having a good time, you can't you can't be scared to death. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So. And then and then Skylar goes to save her exactly, parents. Exactly, because uh, Daimata she jumps out of Ryan and is like, "Oh, by the way, I kidnapped your parents." Um. So she runs out, and her two friends Sadie and Henry run out after her to help her. And it's funny because, like, Myra and Ryan look like they might want to run after her, too, because they're, like, staring at her. But then they're like, yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> and they run up to the attic, and uh, Damata has, like, tentacles made out of smoke, and she's holding both the parents, and then she's like, you've got to... Um, Put down your weapons, and then I'll give you back your parents. So then she puts down her weapons, and of course, Diamata doesn't give her back her parents. And then um, her 
she says that, you know, you can have me instead. And then Daimata drops her parents onto the roof. And then Daimata goes after her. And then uh, Skylar uh, grabs her weapons. And then they're all shooting all over the place. Yeah, that's perfect summary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the main thing is that the parents have to learn to trust their daughter to save them because when they are feeling fear for themselves and for their daughter then Daimata is like feeding off of it so the whole idea is you can't like feed the monsters with fear and then eventually they're able to like shoot Daimata completely and then <laughs> they do that thing where it's like oh no you're hanging from a roof that would be really difficult to like figure out how to get you up so the next scene they're already off the roof <laughs> <laughs> i also love well I, that's the best in, in sorry oh no go ahead no i was gonna say i always love that in movies how like everybody has great upper body strength yeah like, i can do three or four pull-ups maybe and like i can give you a little bit of adrenaline in a life or death scenario but like all these people just like hanging from their fingers only like not having any real like give at all yeah that's that's bullcrap. <laughs> I mean, at least they weren't on, like, a completely vertical side. It was, like, slightly slanted. But we're talking one guy holding onto this pipe, which goes from being, like, a vertical pipe to a slightly slanted pipe to a slightly more slanted pipe to a slightly more slanted pipe. And I was like, you can't keep just slanting the pipe <laughs> to, like, wrench it up tension. But it's just him holding on to it. And then he's holding on to the rope that's around his wife. And so oh, it's yeah. all down to his one hand and that one pipe. And if he, like, gets a sweaty hand or, like, cramps up, it's all over. But fortunately, it's fine. Yeah, because he doesn't have fear. Right, exactly. He banished fear. And when, you, and when you don't have fear, yeah, you can do whatever you want physically. Mm-hmm. So it's weird because, like, earlier, Skylar, like, didn't understand what fear was really. And she was in denial. And then her friends, like, you have to, like, face your fear rather than, like, ignoring it. But a lot of this movie is more just, like, kind of fake it till you make it, like, just say you're really confident. And then, like, the confidence will show up kind of thing. But, I mean, I guess it's Which, kind I of don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how great of a lesson that is. <laughs> Because it's just like, oh, you're scared? Don't be. Yeah. And just kind of completely is like, well, why are you scared of this? Like, I mean, obviously they can't really go into psychology in this short movie. But, I mean, people develop fears for reasons. Like, why was Sadie terrified of public speaking? Like, did she think that, like, oh, everybody's going to hate me or people are going to make fun of me forever? I mean, they kind of get into a Skylar that it's like, Ooh, every no one likes your singing. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> and the, but yeah, it's a big glossed over aspect. People are super into that band though. Like when he is yeah. practicing in his garage, like there's a bunch of people hanging out, and like it's not just like they're around. It's like they are paying attention, like an audience member would. 
Yeah, they came to see Ryan and his uh, confidence, even though, and he's so modest. <laughs> he's like, oh, I hate to sing. <laughs> and he has perfect, he has a perfect voice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> also, the kid that played Ryan, he was also the star of another Disney Channel original, Minutemen. That sounds familiar, which is but like I they, don't know that. They travel in time. I like don't really remember what happens in the movie, but they just travel through time. Okay. I feel, I mean, it's entirely possible since Minutemen is something that like exists outside of Disney that I'm thinking of that instead, but it does sound familiar. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very possible. Uh, yeah, and then the very end, there's like a little, like a voiceover thing. Like sometimes fear can keep you safe, and sometimes fear, like, makes it all the richer when you face your fear and you do something anyways. And sometimes fear, I don't know, does other things. <laughs> and it's well good. said. <laughs> but bad so you should face your fears also i'm now friends with myra who doesn't seem to mind that i've totally taken her place in this band <laughs> no, no no they sing together at the end and it's I, yeah they sing and look at each other yeah and they like do this like happy little hug and they're smiling and i'm like oh they're in one of those friendships where it's like oh yeah we're friends and we hug and then like they hate each other and they do nothing but like yeah, tear each other that... down outside of that yeah just for ryan's sake they're like fine we'll like be all kind of like when you're dating somebody but you're like still friends with your ex and you don't think it's weird but like your current partner doesn't want to be like that's weird <laughs> so it's just this whole long thing of just like no one's gonna say anything <laughs> exactly it's very awkward it shouldn't be awkward it, it presents it as if like oh yeah everything's fine and i'm like i don't believe it for a second uh, nope not at all <laughs> and then we see the monster box has like a porthole in it and um diamata's face Which, shows up that's a bit that's a big like security feature <laughs> i don't yeah, I don't know why they have to be able to look inside the monster box. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody should fix it. Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> it's not going to be their assistant. Their assistant is crap. Ah. <laughs> oh, right. you're right. Yeah, he's a piece of crap. <laughs> so she blows on it, and it, like, cracks. And it's like, oh, maybe there's going to be a second one. But as Which, of yet, I most... mean, yeah, this came out just about six years ago, and no news yet on Girl vs. Monster 2. Which, that's messed up. We got, someone's gotta, we gotta make that petition a reality. Yeah. Gotta change.org and try to get that movement started. We're gonna, we're gonna find Annie DeYoung's, uh, home address and we're just gonna send a bunch of fan mail to be like we're facing our fear right now <laughs> contacting you we were concerned about being rejected also that you might try to get like restraining orders on us but we're facing our fears <laughs> but yeah but um though actually the woman annie de young who wrote uh girl versus monster she's written a lot of um Disney Channel original movies, including um, Princess Protection Program. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, we all we all remember that one with Selena Gomez and uh, Demi Lovato before they didn't like each other. <laughs> um, Do they not? I don't really pay much attention to it. Oh, they are not friends. Uh, they they're they're not even frenemies. They're like just enemies, I think. <laughs> um, she also wrote something called Sixteen Wishes, which I don't know if that's Disney Channel, but it certainly it looks like it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- there's a fairy, and it's about granting wishes. So, yep, a hundred percent. So that so that's the the amazing world of Annie de Young, <laughs> our favorite lady. Yep. Although I think this <laughs> this movie should be called, like, Teens versus Monsters. It's not fair that like she gets all the credit. She has two people backing her up. And cops. And she she's Yeah, she's pretty passive in the defeating of the monsters, like until the very end when she's like, I'm gonna sacrifice myself for my parents. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. And um Olivia Holt and Luke Benward, who p- played Skylar and Ryan, they dated while while this movie was being filmed. Gossip. I mean, which explains their their natural chemistry together. <laughs> I don't know. He did seem into her. Yeah, but he's so shy. <laughs> and so sensitive. Oh, God. <laughs> God. All right. I think we're at the point where we can <laughs> judge this movie as being one to five stars and one to five whatevers. So I always have a quality scale. And then I have a mockability scale. So oftentimes if something is low quality, you can still laugh at it and it gets a high mockability scale. For movies that are boring, they end up getting low scores for both. So Got it. What should the whatever be for the mockability scale? Hmm. I guess like um uh one one to five uh uh, uh, like synth machines, I guess. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, um, like in terms of the actual kind of like quality of the movie, like it's it's a pretty run of the mill uh, Disney Channel movie. I some of the other ones that I've watched, um, like Smart Home or love that Quince or or my my uh, mom's dating a vampire like those and that could be partly nostalgia for me but it's also um i think just very simple and just kind of like focusing on like interpersonal relationships with a crazy thing as the backdrop but this is very much like everything's scary so i think like straight off the the first rating um i think i'm just gonna do like two stars i think it's very kind of like bland and boring but in terms of like synth recorders (laughs) synth machines it's it's a really fun movie like i can imagine myself watching this again with people around me and we like come up with a drinking game for it or something and for that reason i'm gonna give it uh like four four synth machines it's pretty good score Thank you. <laughs> what, yeah. what about you? I, I think 
I'll give it like three stars in terms of quality. Um, besides the fact that you can see uh, Bob's feet at one point, um, it's like <laughs> confidently done. I did really like at one point a, a tree goblin started running after them and it was CG and it was real bad. Um, I was hoping for more real bad yeah. CG and that didn't happen. Um, well, a lot of this, like, yeah, the the computer graphics and stuff, I was just like, yeah, this is kind of the weak point of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know, the plot made sense. And I've been watching a lot of uh, movies recently where, like, the plot just doesn't make any sense at all. So that's, that's a really good accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even if, like, the message of, like, facing your fears is a little muddled, uh, and if Skylar seems a little bit out of touch at the beginning for not having felt fear, which is still kind of an interesting idea, um, like, everything kind of, even if the rules aren't super clear, everything kind of makes sense. Diamata wants to feed on fear, and Skylar needs to, like, help people and her parents escape from all the monsters so yeah it, it was it worked in ways that like other movies i've been watching haven't really made any sense at all um mm-hmm. and in terms of mockability like i said there was like the cgi and the <laughs> the music all sounds so polished and auto yeah <laughs> that it's very obvious that like that is not a live recording of them. <laughs> and like, you would... like it doesn't even sound like, <laughs> like when you see an, an accomplished musician live. No, no, not even that. It, <laughs> it sounds so absurd. And I'm not saying like, Oh, I wish it sounded like grungier or more like a real high school band. Like it's a Disney movie. Like it can be a little poppy and whatever, but it's, it's ridiculous. Every time they sing, it just sounds absurd. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I'll give it like four synth machines too. It definitely isn't boring, even though it's longer than it needs to be. Like, I was pretty engaged throughout. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely happy that we went with this because we we were nearly gonna do um, some Christmas movie, and uh, I'm definitely glad that we went with a, a more fun Halloween movie. Oh yeah, I think. Maybe somebody else got that Christmas movie, though. <laughs> so even though you were spared, <laughs> I think somebody else, I think it might have been Sarah's movie. So I think uh, oh boy, Sarah, if Deckard got roped into that instead. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, but also uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I want to thank you for being on. Oh, yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so you, uh, do a movie podcast yourself, right? Yes. Uh, it's called Kid Flicks. It's, uh, a friend and myself will sit down every week and we talk about, um, appropriately enough, kids media. So typically movies, but we've also, uh, looked at some TV shows and we kind of talk a lot about in ways what we talked about tonight, just kind of when it's good it's like a really interesting and cool achievement in cinema like pixar movies but when they're bad and kind of lazily put together like this one it becomes kind of a beautiful mess (laughs) so you can you can find kid flicks wherever uh, you listen to podcasts 
And it's F-L-I-C-K-S? Oh, no, F-L-I-X. So it's like Netflix, but you say kid instead of... (laughs) That's kind of like the unofficial tagline of the podcast is spelling it correctly. That's kind of a lengthy tagline. (laughs) Yeah, I'm working on it. (laughs) But it definitely sounds like fun. Yeah, and and please, I I I implore you to come on any time. Well, maybe we'll talk about that uh, when we're done recording this. Sounds awesome. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. You can follow the podcast at NABM Podcast on Twitter. You can search for us on Facebook or at Not Another Bad Movie Podcast or any of the places you find uh, your podcasts. Your Apple Podcasts, your Google Plays, your whatevers. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a month. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.